0: Now I'm, like, all geared up to talk about fair use. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, it's, um, it's, I think it's just, like, a common misconception that, like, you can use, like, 10 seconds of something before you have to start paying, or, and I just, like, first of all, I wouldn't even know how to go about getting rights to using a song.
0: <laughs> well, I think there's, I think it's, like, it's, like, decriminalizing marijuana or something where it's, like, the less you use, the more likely you are to be, like, oh, I just used a little, like, if it's, like, 10 seconds of something, but... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i I watch uh I am not a huge fan i so I have a weird relationship with horror movies but have we talked about there's a show I watch on YouTube called Kill Count where they just go through horror movies and like do a bunch of like behind the scenes stuff and kind of go oh, through the story and then no. like count up how many people are killed no it's my favorite way to watch horror movies <laughs> now I'll watch them so it's like oh this isn't nearly as scary but like I understand everything like that's how I watched. Midsummer and Hereditary and things like that that mm-hmm. I don't necessarily actually want to watch. Um, he's been doing that for years. It's you know, like every once in a while, I go, man, I could have a YouTube channel and make money. And no, because this last one he had like a copyright strike or something. Oh, which is like they came in like there's like copyright claims where they're like, hey, take this down, and you know, because he shows like parts of the movie.
1: Hmm. Hmm.
0: And um, he did a, 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 a movie called Train to Busan. I believe it's pronounced, mm-hmm. but it's yeah. like a Korean in Korea. Yeah, yeah. So I, it's a I, I know about the movie. city Busan.
1: That's that's it. Yeah. yeah. I
0: did, well, I didn't know if you heard about the movie because mm-hmm. I think it was. I mean, it wasn't obviously like uh, Parasite. Was that the movie? That was the Oscar winner, mm-hmm. right? For some reason, I couldn't think I of that word.
1: Have you seen Parasite? yet? Yes. Okay. We
0: saw it in theater. Oh, really okay, good. okay,
1: okay. I couldn't remember. I say, this takes me back to pre pandemic times when I was yeah, yeah, <laughs> we yeah. recorded the day after I saw it and I was like, I just saw Parasite and I need people to see it so we can talk about
0: it. Oh, it was great. But it's it's kind of that same thing where it's like a lo- around that same time as Parasite, it was, you know, it's a horror movie, so it's not getting nearly as much like general coverage. Mm-hmm. But it's like a very clever Uh, zombie movie that also has to do with society you know like Mm -hmm. uh, class Mm -hmm. within South Korea Mm -hmm. Um, but so he did this he finally did a a one on it and I watched it and literally like an hour later he took it down and had to do this whole thing because he's like I now have a copyright strike which is like makes it really hard for me to do other videos and he's like this is this is how I make money and we have like people like I pay people to do you know, he's getting millions and millions of viewers, so he's got enough money to pay an editor, mm-hmm. to pay, like, he goes on trips to, um, he's got, like, a whole enterprise around these videos and this channel, and that's, to me, wh- when I went, oh, I'll never do one of these because, like, one screw-up and the whole, his enterprise is really screw screwed because of that
1: yeah and and i do feel like it should be on a case bike and i understand the amount of work that's asking but like a case-by-case basis because he's doing like a behind the scenes celebrating he's not pirating the movie he's not like right not like hey guys let's watch it for free and stick it to the man like it's it's something but in order to make his art he has to use parts of the movie like PBS has, if this isn't a sign of Ryan versus Laurel, you're talking about behind the scene horror movies on YouTube. <laughs> PBS <laughs> has a, has a, oh, a series. I want, say, I want to say it's called like American Masters or something, but they did a behind the scenes on Hamilton. And they, this was before Hamilton was on Disney plus. And um, it was the only recordings of Hamilton that existed at the time. And they said that they used as much of it as they, they, they told the line with how much they were allowed to use before they hit like, you know, this, this is too much and they were going to get in trouble for it. Um, but they, they were like, we had it down to the like millisecond of how much of the show, oh, yeah. actual show we were allowed to use. And again, it was just, it was behind the scenes of Hamilton. It was talking about the history behind it. It was all educational and stuff. And it was just like, let PBS make this seven hours long and show the entire musical when all is said and done. Like,
0: Yeah. Well, Listen, I I know you said I should have watched I should have listened to the Hamilton soundtrack before I w- I saw the actual play. I got to argue with you that I really enjoyed having no idea about the songs and kind of like listening to them. I think now I've listened to them since then, but I'm very glad that they put Hamilton up somewhere for those of us who didn't get to see it in a theater mm-hmm. because I I loved it. I loved it a lot. Um I didn't like how much they talked down John Adams, but that's just a personal thing. But <laughs> um I love that it was a joke. They're like, John Adams. like, But like I love the John Adams, Paul Giamatti, HBO miniseries. So I was like, excuse me when I was watching it. But anyway. Um, John God, Adams doesn't of have a pandemic. real
1: job anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps we should get back to the real reason we were talking about oh, yeah, yeah, fair, yeah, fair use, use. Which is <laughs> craniacs. Craniacs, we're here. It's
0: finally happened.
1: <laughs> we're here. I, uh, I I texted Ryan, and I was like, the range of emotions I have gone through in watching <laughs> these two episodes that I have seen multiple times before is just like, I, can, I have tearlids in my eyes right now. Like <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, are you gonna are you gonna play our celebratory music we decided I,
1: on? Yeah, yes. yeah. So that is why we're talking about fair use, because I was like, we have to have a song or something. So just like Craniacs, Get ready. and Ryan, you're the only one who gets to enjoy my dancing.
0: A lot of hands. A lot of looking up in the, in the air. I mean, she's sitting, so I feel like we're not getting the full range.
1: Okay. <laughs> like, craniacs. Just, I just want to like take you back to the year 2000 <laughs> when it has been seven, almost eight at this point, seasons. Like, seven full seasons of watching... Niles pine after Daphne and getting so close at times to telling her how he feels or them actually having some sort of romantic entanglement. And like rewatching now all the way through episode by episode is like, I don't know. It just takes me the emotions I have gone through in this episode of like, I mean, this has been what, when do we start? When did we start recording our podcast? Three, three years ago. I mean, it's been three yes. years of of this. I mean, I obviously knew it was coming. You knew it was coming. You didn't know I knew when. I knew this was
0: going to be the episode. This like everything was leading to mm-hmm. this and I was like something's going to happen. Like there were points in this episode where I went, if it doesn't happen like I may stop. Like I'm done. <laughs> like yeah. if if season 8 turned into them dealing with the fallout of this episode cuz it's I mean, let's do we just want to jump into the end because I feel like every you know, if you've it's it, it. That's what we were here to talk about. Mm-hmm. We can go back and talk about mm-hmm. other stuff, but like at the end, where it's like it's a question of will they, won't they, and then in the last like minute or thirty seconds is when it happens. Mm-hmm. Like that's when I was like, oh, thank God. Like, and I I will be honest. I almost started watching season eight just because I was like, what happens now? <laughs> like it's like Tara and I do this terrible thing where we're watching TV shows and then. It's like, oh, well, just one more. It's getting late. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, just one more. Like, And then some cliffhanger happens. We're like, well, we'll start the next one. And I'm like, I don't know. I just feel like that totally like ruins the flow of whatever we're watching. But, like.
1: Well, and also, so that's, that's kind of how I watched Alias. Like, if you remember in the early seasons of Alias, every single episode ended on a cliffhanger. And But I watched Alias via DVD. And so I was always just like, next, next, next. Um, which is a great way to get you to binge a show. But, yeah.
0: Um, have you remember is... binging shows on DVDs? Um,
1: yes, and that would be my sign to stop when I would hit the end of a disc, and it would be time to like switch disks i I'd be like, okay, it's time to go to bed. Um, yeah. But that's, I mean, th- this just it takes me back to the whole. We had to wait four months for a new episode right, 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 just right, right, right. to find out what, like, what the fallout from this was going to be, and I just, oh, like, I, I, I felt the same, like. I felt like the nostalgia for the same jubilation that I felt back in two thousand when this happened, but also now being an adult, it's just I don't know, viewing this so much, so much in through such different, like eyes. and, yeah, I just uh.
0: i I think they handled it pretty well. I think this thing, like seven years in the making is like no way it was ever going to like, exceed all expectations, but there were things when I was like thinking about it later that I really liked. I liked that when Niles found out, it wasn't like, but I'm with Maris now. He's like, I will leave her. Like it <laughs> was like he's like like I liked him stepping forward and being like, I love you. I've loved you. Mm-hmm. I've waited so long to do this. Like I what do you want but he also wasn't like trying to convince her. He asked her and then mm-hmm. waited for her response. Like I I love the scene where he was like just sitting out in the balcony he's like i don't know if you're going to give me the answer i want so i want this moment to last like uh, that
1: just like even though obviously i knew I, I knew the resolution that like broke my heart when he was like i'm just going to keep talking because then this moment will just like last longer and in case like i don't get the answer i want and i was just like "Ah!" Uh, and I david high is so good in this in both of these episodes <laughs>
0: He was good. She did a good job. God, I gotta tell you, we'll get back to this later, but I, like, I thought I hated Simon. I hate her whole family. Oh. <laughs> like, they're awful. Yes, yes. And I don't think I ever thought they were awful. I just thought they were weird.
1: hmm Well, and also, like, I think the way most people will often describe their family is you talk about the quirky things about your family. You're never like, yeah. my family's normal, and, like, that's boring, so you're gonna tell the crazy stories. And yeah. so, that's kind of what you think you're getting with Daphne, and then you're like, Oh. <laughs>
0: Oh, they're they're decidedly awful people. Mm-hmm. Like her mother is even worse than Simon. Like almost made Simon endearing this episode. Like Simon was more interesting because the whole episode wasn't around him. Mm-hmm. I still hated Martin. Like oh, I'll give Simon a chance. I'm like Martin, you're an idiot. Like I, like I hate when they write Martin like that. And they mm-hmm. they do it more and more. Um, but yeah, I I I was. I, I, I thought it was interesting that we didn't end up, I you know, my prediction of Donnie's going to turn into a heel hasn't happened. Mm-hmm. Um, although I'm wondering, since he's a big time lawyer, if like the beginning of season eight is they're going to get their pants suit off or something <laughs> like, yeah, something like that. You know, Maris is, not Maris, I keep calling her Maris, Mel, Maris too, um, is, seems like she's going to be very vindictive. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't see this. That's why I was like, I want to know where this goes. Mm-hmm. Cause they did something very, uh, you know, uh, not reactive, but impulsive, Mm -hmm. like, which was the only way they could do this after all this time of like tension, 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 they had to do something crazy, get in the Winnebago and just drive off. But like, there's gotta be repercussions.
1: Oh, oh, there are. They are. Yeah. Um yeah, it's it's definitely. And I I feel I, I as I think back to the beginning of season 8 and now we're getting into the episodes like 8 and 9 and beyond. Um where I haven't seen these episodes nearly as often because by then right. I was solidly in high school and um in my life and like <laughs> you know what? I just I I have a social life and just kidding. I don't think I really had a social life in I, high school. Then. I <laughs>
0: thought it was When she said no, and he's sitting in the Winnebago, you stopped the DVD, and in your mind it was like. And then a young Laurel comes into the thing, and she's like, "I've loved you forever, David." But
1: we've talked about the fact that like I love David Hyde Pierce. It is not a romantic love. Like I am not like David Hyde Pierce. Become by and pick me. Maybe you're
0: having similar feelings to Daphne Moon, and that you're not sure what you you don't know what you have is is romantic love until confronted with 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 reciprocation.
1: You know what? Sure, sure. For the sake of the, <laughs> the podcast, you know, I, I'm in my 30s. I'm not going to say that I can't change throughout the rest of my life. So, sure, one day I may decide that I'm actually in love with David Hyde Pierce.
0: Um. What else? I mean, like, what like I feel like that was the big thing to talk about. I like the whole wine runner in this ep- in this season, yes. this episode.
1: Yes, um, and, and I also like that, like the Maury the doorman obviously saved you know saved this bottle of wine. knew it was like I guess knew it was special. Or it was just I don't think it was that he necessarily was like oh, this is a fine bottle of wine for him. It was like this bottle of wine could have been a five dollar bottle of two buck Chuck, but I got it in France after the war. And I brought it back.
0: Did did I ever, did I we ever talk about the wine tasting me and Tara did at my parents' house with their, like, boiler wine? Like, the wine that had been kind of, like... No. It wasn't exactly boiler wine, but it was wine that had sat in a wine, like, rack for...
1: Was the rack on top ever... of the fridge?
0: No, but it was in, yeah. like, a corner of the house where there was no, like nobody ever did anything with temperature or anything and mm-hmm. there was wine that had been there since i was a child mm-hmm. and i made a comment about how it had been there all the time and i think they got a they finally got like a wine fridge and put it in there and i was like well th- none of that's good my mom was like it's fine and she opened one up and it was awful <laughs> it just became this like almost like can we find a worse bottle of wine like they were all bad <laughs> So
1: it's funny because uh Uh, So this is often what I think about when I think about people saving bottles of wine, that like you save it, you save it, save it, and then you open it and it's just gone bad. Um, Yeah. But I, one of my, a VP, I think I've talked about her many moons ago, but like, huh, many moons, Daphne. Um, A VP at my job in Dallas um, had kind of like, turned into like a basically a side hustle for her. She was really into wine and she started a wine blog and she started this thing called Drink That Bottle Night or Open That Bottle Night where she was like, how many of us have bottles of wine that you're saving for a special occasion and no occasion ever seems special enough, you know? Mm -hmm. And she's like, how great will that wine be on just an average Thursday night when maybe you and your spouse have had like a long week or, you know, oh, the sunset's pretty or something. So she's just started this whole thing. If she would say, she'd be like, Hey, tonight is drink that, open that bottle night. My husband and I are opening this bottle that we got on, you know, our five-year anniversary trip to this place. And like, yeah. So I'm 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 a fan of that. Um I also don't think I am enough of a wine sophisticate that I would notice the difference in a really good bottle of wine and one that is sixty years old and is one of the rarest <laughs> in the world. And like I don't like it it's law diminishing returns for me, so
0: Um, I'm gonna use this time real quick to plug a friend's podcast called the Bottled Up Podcast, which is a wine Ooh. podcast where it's it's very similar to uh, the CranieX format of two friends who like this is the subject, but it'll go wildly off uh. off tangent. But it's a good one. um
1: Can we find that on any of our favorite podcast providers?
0: I think you can find it on all your podcast providers. Um, so
1: if we do want to, I mean, I I did, I did take um, I took like just pull up my notes. I took basically a page and a half notes just because I treated these as one
0: episode. Um, well, I guess we need to read the... Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Synopsis we read the knocked So, guys,
1: sorry, craniacs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're on season seven. Did you even say, hello, Seattle?
0: <laughs> oh, no, we just went right into it. <laughs> hello, Seattle. I'm Ryan. I'm Laurel. <laughs> and you've been here, and we're doing this. So, here we go. <laughs> we're
1: on season seven, episodes 23 and 24, or in some episode, guys. It's just seen as one episode, so it's just like episode 23.
0: It seems like one of those ones where it was originally aired and it's like full hour and then like in syndication, yeah. And this was like
1: my entire family, there are three of us, so that's not that many people, but like my entire family, appointment television, you didn't have DVR, like you gathered round the TV at like 7 o'clock on Tuesday (laughs) to watch this hour-long episode of Frasier. Like my dad came home from work early, like... Um, and this uh, the episode's entitled "Something Borrowed, Something Blue."
0: Just when Daphne decides to profess her love for Niles, he drops a stunning bombshell. So, in these IMDb things, there there are the short ones, and then there's the one that's like this long, like it's like three paragraphs. So, like that, I'm going with the short one. Um, it's Daphne's wedding. It's happening. She's getting married to 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 Donnie, uh, and. During that time, Fraser, like, I think, what is it, Mel and Niles have been discussing moving in together, and Niles is kind of hesitant about it, mm-hmm. so Fraser's like, you should jump in feet first, and then Niles comes back and is like, we got married last night, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which I thought it was going to be, since we talked, there was a joke earlier this season about getting married in Vegas, I was like, did they drive up to Vegas? What? How did this happen?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I don't really have anything to say, about that, though, I think we all have that friend who you give... Advice to, and they take your advice and then add a mile to it, and you're like, "Wait, that wasn't really what I was saying."
0: Well, which I think like indicates how hesitant he was to move in with Mel. If it was like, you know, sometimes you got to do. If sometimes I think your your um, brain, it's like I got to go like way far over from where I need to go because I'm I don't I'm avoiding conflict or whatever.
1: Mm -hmm. I also. I think I feel like Niles was looking later down the week and seeing, you know, Daphne's wedding and he was like what yeah, can I yeah, do to yeah. actually to make myself the happiest right now? And and I'm not saying that he and Mel are like bad together or bad for each other. Like Niles seems genuinely happy. With her. Yeah, she seems to, like, rub the family the wrong way a little bit. But, like, I, yeah. I, I wrote down when they were synchronizing their watches, I wrote down, like, Niles and Mel are, are perfect for each other. Like, they are. Is is she the best person for him? Probably not. But they are, like, really simpatico.
0: Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, if she's still wrong for him in that she's not Daphne, like... Well, yes. I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I agree with, like, on this. Like, I, I feel like he's the happiest he's been... But he could be happier, right?
1: Well, I think it's kind of like, and they didn't develop this storyline as much. But like on Friends, when Ross is dating Julie, and it's like there's nothing before at the beginning of season two before um, Rachel tells him that she knows he was in love with him. She was he was in love with her. And we, so, of season one, Julie. Ross comes back from China, and Rachel goes to meet him at the airport, and he gets off the plane, and he has with his new girlfriend Julie who he went to undergrad with and then they reconnected while he was in China.
0: Oh right, right, right. So, okay, <clears throat> it's coming it, back like, to me. There
1: was absolutely nothing wrong with her. She was nice, she got along with everybody. The only thing was that she wasn't Rachel. And that's how I kind of feel about Mel. She's not a lot of people's cup of tea, but she is Niles's. So Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I I don't know. I think the writers also do like a big job of making like I was talking about making Donnie a heel. Like mm-hmm. again, I'm interested to see where Donnie's like story ends up but like at this point it feels like donnie's going to come off as this like sympathetic character whereas maris they i keep see i keep calling her maris uh mel is going to be like they're going to be like i i feel like they could turn her into like v- a very vindictive person mm-hmm. yeah, which there's, you there's know goes awesome
1: to, they can go with this
0: not to get super soapboxy but feels a little bit like the inherent sexism in this show sometimes <laughs> Like the the female woman, the female uh, antagonist will be a pure heel. Where the, the the other guy, you'll feel sorry for him. But we'll see where that goes. Like I said, Donny, I feel like Donny's set up where he could just be like, "Oh, I'm gonna sue you to death." <laughs> like. Even though that, that seems kind of played out, though, because I feel like that was Maris' big thing with the divorce, was it took mm-hmm. forever to... Because that's mm-hmm. what he says at one point. He's like, I just went through a divorce this year. And it's like, oh my God, it, it was just this season that he finally got so fully it,
1: it wasn't. It was last season. Oh, right, right, right. But th- this is where it's like, what is time in this show? Because <laughs> <laughs> it was last season. But then, how long are we supposed to think that Niles and. or Daphne. Dauph- D- Daphne. Daphne. Daphne and Donnie dated before they got engaged? And how long? It, it's. yeah. This is where I. Daphne's a
0: good portmanteau of. of yeah. Portmanteau. How do you say that? I
1: think it's portmanteau, yeah.
0: Of. of, of Donnie and Daphne. I like that. Um, but no, we're getting Naphne now. So that's finally happening. Yes.
1: Um. So okay, so that's th- actually a, a lot of little things I want to like details I want to talk about. So I'm having it directly do with this episode, and some that will take us on wild tangents. Cool. Um, but uh, first of all, uh, when Roz gives Daphne a garter, or something borrowed, um,
0: <laughs> the odometers. Yes,
1: yes. Did you did you and Tara? Yeah, you know, I was not at your wedding. Did y'all do a garter toss or a bouquet toss? No. Okay, thank you. Um, so I this is this, this is my soapbox. Um, I absolutely hate the garter toss and the bouquet toss at weddings. Um, if somebody does it at their wedding, I'm not going to make a scene. I just, I don't participate in it. Um,
0: I We might have done a bouquet toss, but I think it might have been, I, I think the garter toss is very, because it's like, present your leg, like all this stuff that I'm like, this is odd. The bouquet toss might have been like, does anybody want this to happen? Here you go. <laughs> like it was more yeah, of like playing yeah. to the crowd. You know. And,
1: and, and I say that, and one of my good friends did it at her wedding, but it was, and i actually participated in that one cuz i'm just like oh this it, she was just like throwing it to like the the 10 of us that are like all her good friends yeah age. yeah 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 so i i don't i don't like the bouquet toss cuz i think it makes let me just put it this way i've gone through a bouquet toss with some people who take it entirely too seriously who think oh, that yeah.
0: and you let them have it <laughs> you're yes. like here you go Wh- who Cheers. think
1: like i i have to get married soon so i am going to yes. catch that bouquet cuz that means that i will be the next to get married like, so I, and I, you know, some of these people, so I'm going to have to, uh, maybe, maybe we'll have to edit out names. I'll say names, but I'll edit them out. You will, I'll bleep them out. Um, <laughs> I was, we were at one of my sorority sister's weddings and, um, she, it was right after we'd all graduated. It was one of those like just post-graduation weddings. And, um, so there were, a, you know, just a gaggle of us sorority women there and she tossed her bouquet and a woman caught it who wasn't a very serious relationship. And, and I turned to, Pistol. Who was
0: in a very s- serious relationship or was not? Was. Okay.
1: Was. Um, and I turned to and said, oh my gosh, that's that's funny because she probably is the next to get married. It at the time was with her, like, the boyfriend she had senior year. And said, I can't believe you don't think I'm the next to get married.
0: <laughs> yeah, we might but, have to cut this out. Like, but...
1: very upset. And I, we'll, we'll just cut out names. And, spoiler, they didn't get married. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, and then another friend, you also know this person, <laughs> I, we were, I, I was a bridesmaid in a wedding and the bride right threw the bouquet, um, a fellow bridesmaid, um, mm. as we were, cause when you're a bridesmaid, you like have to participate in the bouquet toss, which is annoying. Um, and we were like lined up and she was like, I have to catch this. I have to catch this because like, it just, it's time for Kevin and I to get married. And I was like, what, what does this by this time beat to hell? Bu- bundle of flowers have anything to do with the future of your relationship. <laughs> well, I feel like
0: that would have been a great opportunity to start throwing like, oh, have you, uh, have you been sleeping with an olive, uh, with a, with an un- a garlic bulb underneath your pillow? Or like, have you put, uh, onions in your socks? Like, you know, just start <laughs> you throwing almost, other wives' tails yes. at them and see like, that's why. Um, yeah,
1: yeah, it was. Uh, i just so th- those are things that have really like turned me against it. Also, just I, I I don't like the like making a spectacle. Like I've been to weddings where I've been in serious relationships. Like at the wedding, I have been to weddings as a single person, and both times I'm like I don't care for this tradition. So I just usually go to the bar. I go outside.
0: I uh, I think well, our, her uh, Tara's bouquet had like she had made. We did. She made these flowers out of like. I bought a bunch of old comic book covers and she made flowers out of those. So we still have some of those. So I think that's one reason she didn't want to throw it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember if we did. I, if we did, it wasn't a big problem. I mean, we didn't have, like, the only reason we had a cake at our wedding was because my mother was like, you need to have a cake. You need to have the cake cutting. So we bought, like, a $17 cake from wherever and put, like, a top. Like the, mm-hmm. I think the topper was more expensive than the cake. Um but, yeah, I didn't think we did much of that. I, the garter thing is always weird to me when they present it as, like, it's time for the bride's leg to be shown. And, like, that's, you know, if if you're a bride who's into that, like, good for you. But that's not Tara. Tara's not like, let's let all our guests see my garter belt. <laughs>
1: like, well, like Tara. also, like, yes, gen- gentlemen, some of them may not even know the bride, depending on like, yeah. how you're connected to the couple. please clamor for this piece of elastic that has been like strapped around her leg
0: <laughs> it's the same stupid joke where you, you you flick it like a slingshot and everyone all the guys go "Ooh!" and get out of the way like it's you know covered in smallpox and it's like oh ha 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 guys don't want to get married and then the other thing i hate at weddings that i told tara i insist we don't do is the smushing of the cake in each other's face Mm-hmm. Like, feed each other nicely I go, I don't want to start this uh, w- This marriage with a betrayal <laughs> Like oh, I, Just give me my cake
1: I, I have heard of people who say, like, you smush the cake in my face and we're getting it annulled Like, the priest will not have left Oh, and, yeah, yeah, yeah like, It is, because we are wildly unsuited For each other, if you think that is <laughs> something Yeah, that I exactly, there's,
0: there's All these things that are dumb little jokes That I think, and you know, uh, let me push that back there are things that are jokes that work for some people Mm -hmm. that have been like assigned to every wedding and i agree with you i don't like that
1: anyway i just yeah that just reminded me that and i should say as a child as a little girl like i've been to weddings my entire life irish catholic family enough said and as a little girl i loved the bouquet toss i was here for it i wanted that bouquet i think it's great when little girls participate if you want to participate in it great i think i i don't love the like Kind of meaning behind it, nor do I get the. Again, I've just I've had too many people who take it way too seriously, and I'm like, I'm just gonna. Should we get back? I thought to the you were going to ask
0: about something borrowed, something blue, and mm-hmm. that thing, and I don't remember. I think we did do all that stuff, but I can't remember what it was. Um, I know my sister did because she had a, she had a bridesmaid named Jennifer Blue, and that was she's my something blue, and it was like,
1: ha, 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 ha. oh my gosh, that that is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I could see me being the type of person who, like, the week of my wedding would be like, oh, something borrowed, something borrowed. oh, I shouldn't think of it. Also, just a little plug, uh, really great book series by Emily Giffen, um, what well, book series? It's two books. called One Something Borrowed and One is Something Blue, but Something Borrowed is also made into a movie. The movie's terrible. Book is really good, though. Chick lit. Mm. Beach read. Pick it up. You'll read it in a day. Um, okay, moving on. Did uh, you call it a chick lit? Chick lit?
0: Yeah. Chick-lit? Oh, Chick lit. Like literature okay okay, okay. not a, not, I was a chiclet,
1: like, not like the gum
0: yeah i was like what is I, it's small it's it's, it's I, I was like trying to like think of like it's small there's not a lot of nutritional value but it's you know <laughs> enjoyable for a few minutes <laughs> i thought that was it but then you're like chiclet now i get it okay all right let's 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 get back to this episode uh, okay, um I, n-
1: nitpick roz didn't mm-hmm. know where the wedding was when roz was like Oh, Remember Wayside that. She picked up a brochure and she was like, Oh, Wayside Inn? Is this where the wedding Well, okay. Actually, I take that back. Maybe she had not seen pictures of it. So she's like, Wayside Inn? Oh, is this where the wedding is? Oh, like, okay. I thought she was like, Oh, is this where the wedding is? I was like, Roz, you don't know where the wedding is? You're in it.
0: Yeah. I mean, I wonder, like, I think you and I came up in the age of, like, internet wedding websites. That's so true. I wonder if it's easier for us to, like, get that information. I I feel like a lot of the stuff that um, you know, I, I had a problem with during our wedding, whereas people like calling and going like, where's this? And I'm like, it's all on the website. Did you yeah. ever, did I ever, <laughs> did you ever see our website where I was, it was like, it's, it's like, you know, co- we were trying to explain to people how we wanted them to dress. Cause we didn't want anyone to be like super dressed up. Mm-hmm. So we were like, dress like this. And it was like me and kind of like a vest and a tie and you know, stuff. And like Tara and like a dress is like, don't dress like this. And Tara had like a evening gown. And then I had like overalls and a jug and i was like Ooh, like was like this I, is too this is too dressed down this is too dressed up
1: i vaguely remember this but also it could just be because i can very easily picture y'all doing this
0: <laughs> you don't know if like you actually saw that or if it's just an easy image to access
1: yes, yes. um uh, but you know what i do i appreciate the um, like creative or uh, very relaxed wedding uh, dress codes. I didn't go to this wedding because I had another wedding on the same day. Shocking. But uh, one of my friends said, colors. She was like, we just want, we want, we want a just, color. we just want colorful, colorful things. So wear yeah. your favorite color. If your favorite color is black, great. Favorite color is white, great. Wear, just wear something colorful that makes you happy.
0: Well, here was the trick was I, So we asked our groom, our groomsmen to buy their thing because it was like, if you buy this, so there was only just like a shirt with a vest and pants and the whole set at Macy's was like 90 bucks as opposed to renting anything I've ever, I've ever tried renting a tux tux or anything, it's like 150 easy 200. I know Mm -hmm. talking to someone who's a woman who has bought, you know, however many bridesmaids dress that feels like nothing. you get
1: to keep the dress.
0: Just yes. That much for so, the
1: rental of a tux. I, I'd be honest. I have no idea how much tux rental costs. This this does make sense. Two hundred. Okay. My dad went to rent a tux for an event once, and it turned out that the tux he was like trying on or something because it wasn't for a wedding. Cause it was like he could wear whatever kind of tux he wanted. The tux he was trying on was one they were actually like about to retire because they're like, oh, it's like w- one of our ones that we're just going to go ahead and sell. And it was cheaper for my dad to buy it as like a used yeah, tux yeah, yeah, than yeah. to rent it.
0: But yeah, so that's the thing is like after that, I would see people like in pictures from other events they were at. And I'm like, oh, you're wearing the vest or you're wearing this. You know, we bought everybody ties and Mm -hmm. that was like part of our gift. But anyway, the point is, is I told everybody, you know, don't wear a jacket. It's not a big deal. It's we're gonna have fun. And then I wore a jacket. So then I guaranteed was like the best, like, like, ooh, Ryan's really dressed Mm -hmm. up because I got everybody else to lower a little bit. So that's a little trick to all you future grooms out there.
1: yes, I don't know if they may really put a whole, any guests really put a whole lot of thought into that, but I do, I do think it's cool when the groom wears something slightly different, like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, at my friend's wedding, the the groomsmen all wore, like, black tuxes, but he wore a white jacket, the groom wore a white like, yeah. jacket, and, like, just to stand out, it just, That's I don't cool. know, it just looked really nice, um, but, uh, and I also say, perhaps unpopular opinion, I don't begrudge y'all for doing this, because I don't think guys care, I don't like it when the, the part of the bridesmaid's gift, or the main bridesmaid's gift is like, jewelry to wear at the wedding. Because well, then I'm, I'm like, you didn't pick this jewelry out for me. You, brought, you gave us all the same set of earrings because you want us all to wear the same jewelry at the wedding.
0: So. Well, that's what we did with the ties. It was just so that we could make sure they were all, like... They were all different. But it was, like, instead of, like, doing the whole, like... That was the color. So we wanted to make sure it was the same shade of purple.
1: Yeah. Was that was the only gift it? you got them, though?
0: No, 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 no. Okay. We got them... Uh, dot kits with their names in, uh, not engraved, uh, monogrammed. Them. They were mm-hmm. they were stone dot kits, um, <laughs> um, and then
1: <laughs> like I mean, we you, you, don't, all... you don't you don't need to go through all the gifts. I'm not being like prove oh, to me. I'm gonna go. GIFs.
0: I'm gonna go through one of them because I <clears throat> I I photoshopped everybody's face onto like <laughs> a Star Wars. It was originally just my groomsmen. It was like the back of an old Star Wars uh action figure like cardboard thing and was just like and framed it and gave it to him just as like I forgot why I did it uh, the original thing behind it. And then Tara was like, I love those. Could you also do those for all of my people? And I was like, okay. And then like my parents went, so i them. So ended up it ended up being like everybody got them instead of just my groomsmen. But uh we did a bunch of stuff like that. But well um, yeah
1: I just I if you give your bridesmaids like a, a little like a gift Basket with a bunch of things or something, and one of them happens to be earrings to wear. Sure, don't act like you're incredibly generous by giving me the right, earrings right, right, that right. you have picked out that you want all of us to match, like to wear. I, so we match. I would
0: love to see our viewership, our listenership <laughs> drop because of all of your friends. <laughs> well, and who...
1: also ask me if I have ever worn those earrings again that I've worn in weddings. Usually not. But and so like, but and to all of my friends whose weddings I've been in who are listening you've usually given other things as well which is great like don't just make the jewelry the only thing i whenever i get asked like oh like somebody was getting married what's the best like bridesmaid because i've been a bridesmaid gift bridesmaid a handful of times uh i always say it's amy's from her wedding she gave us all oh, i thought you
0: meant amy's ice cream was like the best gift <laughs> well that would be that would be
1: a great gift um but it was uh she gave us all really nice like plush beach towels that were monogrammed Mm -hmm. And that's just one thing I'm never going to buy myself is like a really nice beach towel and get it monogrammed. And like, damn, if that's not the best beach towel I have, if I haven't moved like a million places, that is always something I take with me. It still is in great shape. I've had it for almost 10 years. Like...
0: That's part of the reason I did the dot kits is someone gave me one like when I was my brother in law. That was my gift as a groomsman when I was in like high school. And I, I think it was just finally starting to, to wear out. And mm-hmm. I was like, hey, I'll get one for myself. And then I, I've loved this gift. And yeah, uh, you know, my nephews still use theirs. I know, I know I've know, seen some other people like uh, Blake. I have seen him use his and stuff like that. Um, one time I went to a friend's place and all the other groomsmen, like, I was kind of like the odd man out. I was his friend from, like, high school and stuff and everybody else he'd known as an adult. And they were opening all their groomsmen gifts and they were all, like, framed photos of, like, sports stars or, like, their favorite sports star or something like that. And they're all opening it and I'm going, oh, I'm going to get someone. I'm, like, preparing myself to act excited about whoever I'm about to get, right? And everybody's getting, like, football, baseball. And I'm like, okay, I open mine and it's, like... Han, Luke, and Leia from <laughs> Star Wars, and, and, and like he made fun of me because like he could he saw like the genuine like relief, and then like oh Ross, thank you, <laughs> like this is really nice, like you actually realized I don't like sports that much. <laughs> that
1: yeah, that's um yeah yeah see and, that, and that's thoughtful. It's not like. Like, it's kind of personalized to each person a little bit, mm-hmm. so... Um, I feel
0: like this is the weddings episode we're doing. Well, right you now. know, I, I feel like
1: we've talked about weddings a lot, and there's never been a wedding really happening in the episode. So yeah. now, at least it is. Um,
0: we, what we, what we, else we, do we want to cover?
1: Um, uh, okay, I do really enjoy... I, I, so David Iperis obviously is fantastic in this episode. So is Kelsey Grammer. He is really good in this ep- in, in both of these episodes. Yeah, um, when, yeah, yeah, when, yeah. Whenever people are... whenever Someone's trying to figure out who told Daphne that, that Niles, <laughs> when he, when, um,
0: it doesn't matter. He, I think it he was
1: Ross and he's like, it doesn't matter who was the nattering gossip. <laughs> I just I thought that was so just the way he looks so flustered and everything is so, is so good. Um, and when the, the woman in the elevator who keeps hearing the bits yes, that was such Richmond, a good bit. <laughs> I loved that so much.
0: And it was such a kind of touching, like it was, it was funny, but it was also when Daphne came in and she knew exactly what was going know, on.
1: She puts just... down her laundry and hugs her. For some reason, <laughs> I recall that she picked up a towel out of her laundry, handed it to Daphne to dry her tears. but so apparently that didn't happen. But I, I really well, liked
0: that. Do you think this is something I've, I've learned listening to Office Ladies is that there's like the producer's cut. And sometimes there's versions that were longer or shorter, depending mm-hmm. on. So, like, what is on Hulu may not have that. I don't know.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, but oh, okay. One thing when you said Martin's the worst when Daphne was like eating those chocolate chip cookies out of the bag and oh yeah, and Martin, I forgot everyone
0: telling you how fat she was.
1: Yes, and he's like, um, he said something about like you like you might need the exercise, gaining weight the way you've been eating those cookies. I was like, easy, Martin. <laughs> First of all, Jay I- leaves is very trim right <laughs> and 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 secondly like so she's been eating like junk food for a few days okay <laughs>
0: I just the, well i so i made the mistake of like um scheduling three doctor's appointments on the same on thursday this week mm-hmm. and was like oh god like i just like all of a sudden they all came up and they're like you have an appointment this thursday i'm like oh god i gotta do all these because i was couldn't reschedule them again and it, and every time I went to one, they would be like, okay, we got to weigh you. And I'm like, oh, let's see, what the, yeah. is the scale off? I was like, I've gained two pounds since 10. Yes. <laughs> yes. I know exactly how much Chick-fil-A I had or whatever.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I, Martin, yeah, did not, until... Like they're kind of at the Wayside Inn where Daphne's wedding is being held, and he and he and Fraser are sitting at the bar and talking. Mm-hmm. Um, then I was kind of like, okay, now we're now we're reeling back into like the Martin that we all know
0: and love. That little like-, like half toast thing mm-hmm. was really good. Also, they're discontinuing Valentine's.
1: I know. I, the, I, what I thought- if we
0: came in and that was the big news we were talking about this episode?
1: <laughs> it would be great if you were like, I hit pause. I couldn't watch anymore. I was <laughs> crying. I to- it was yeah um i did burst out laughing at uh when when niles and daphne are alone and when you know they keep trying switching and they're getting on and off the elevator to try get niles and daphne alone and niles is trying to get alone with fraser to tell me married mel and when fraser gets off the elevator runs up the stairs and bursts into the apartment (laughs) and it's just like niles
0: Niles!
1: (laughs) i burst out laughing but he was
0: very good in this i think that's good to point that out i didn't realize it the first time but
1: he, I just also think he is so he's so he is equally a good friend slash brother in Niles's case to both Niles and Daphne like he is genuinely very sympathetic to Daphne and like very I, I don't know I just feel like he's very supportive of her and also doesn't let her off the hook easily when she's like it was just wedding jitters I'm so happy to get married to Donnie and everything And he's like but and, and you know when, when, when he's like you know let's Like, I've been in unhappy marriages, and if we've learned anything, it's you don't, like, you regret the things you don't do rather than things you do, you know, that sort of thing. I just, I don't know. I thought he was, he could have easily been sidelined in this episode, and he kind of was in some ways, but I feel like the parts he was in, he really made it count.
0: Well, and this is, like, the best version of Frasier and not the one that's, like, like, because he still was very, like, conceited in the way of, like, he didn't want to reveal that he had. Giving it away, but mm-hmm. he this was him being as as giving as possible without being like so wildly out of character that it was noticeable.
1: Yes. Um, moving on to uh, when we're actually at the wedding, uh, when the Roz's ex boyfriend that she makes uh, Simon oh, pretend right, to be right, her right. boyfriend, he had the the stage presence of a dish towel. Like, <laughs> 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 I was like, is this? I I I didn't look up the actor's name, and I should have. But I was like, is this just like? the director's brother or something. And Somebody won like,
0: a radio calling contest.
1: Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, there is no way this person is a trained actor. Like they seem to always be squinting in the lights. And I was just like, who? And I wrote down, Tim looks like a goober.
0: <laughs> um, I, I love the line when, uh, I forgot what Roz was saying exactly back at the apartment, but it was like, I can't find anybody. I need a date. And Simon was like, someone singing my favorite song. <laughs> like that was like, again, my, I turned on Simon in this one to where he's still terrible, but like, I find him way more endearing in this episode than the previous one.
1: Yes. Yes. Um, I, I agree. And I, I no longer like in the last episode, I, I was remembering that I, I was saying There's different writers. He, uh, every time he was on screen or every time he was in a scene, I would tense up a little bit because you knew he was about to just do something like that was was really going to irk me. And that didn't happen so much in this episode. Um, I did write down when, you know, there there, are a lot of action happens in that like dining room bar area of the hotel. I did write down that Donnie is like just so sweet with Daphne. Like I just, he just little little touches that were probably not even scripted that I feel like Saul Rubinek just, kind of added in where, like, oh, he'd, like, kiss Daphne's shoulder before he, like, you know, walks away or something. And it was just all very, like, tender. And you can see how much, you know, he really does. He really does yeah. love her. Um, I did write down the two songs that they danced to, that Niles and Daphne danced to, and then they switched back to their respective partners. The two songs mm-hmm. were Can't Take That Away From Me, a great Gershwin song. And then um, I don't know if this is the actual title of the song, but Our Love Is Here To Stay. Anyway, I, don't, I don't know I just I, I like it when I I like it when I Recognize instrumental Versions of songs Right
0: right right Um And I That was another thing I liked was the Like them looking at Each other and Frasier being like I saw the way you, Cause mm-hmm. there's a part Where Martin's like You can't br-. I like that Martin Was like Still taking a very Martin perspective Of don't say anything But also like Don't say anything Unless you're 100% sure Like mm-hmm. Like yeah. I, I, I think Martin sucked for a good portion of this with the whole Simon thing, but I think by the, I think the second episode, Martin turns out a, a lot better. Martin um, also,
1: to me, has a very kind of waspy, which I don't think I've ever described Martin as a wasp before, but kind of a waspy mentality of like, don't make a scene.
0: yeah, Don't make yeah, yeah, a scene.
1: Yeah. Don't make a fuss. Don't upend things. Don't upend the apple cart. Let's just... Niles is married. Daphne's about to get married. Everyone, everything is going to just be... Calm sailing, smooth sailing from here on out. And yeah,
0: like, because he's the opposite like, of Fraser and Niles, where their job is to interfere and to yeah, <laughs> poke and, and prod.
1: And, yeah, exactly. Um, so a, a few a few other little things. Um, what is with this hotel room where all these doors connect into that room? I was like, why is this like this the the, the try like the point of the triangle where all of these other hotel rooms connect into it?
0: I mean, it's never looked more like a like uh old timey stage farce yes it has when everyone's going in eight different doors
1: yes yes um i wrote down that niles hyperventilating is a is a favorite of mine whenever niles starts to hyperventilate and it happened this episode um fun fact had you ever heard of um orangina the beverage yeah i think i name? have i was i had never heard of it until i watched this episode when i was uh, 14
0: Oh, okay. So you've had you you've known it since you were 14. Though. Only
1: because of this episode. Whenever I see it somewhere, which is very like, rare, Orangina. I'm always like, but I say it like Daphne does. I'm always like, Orangina. Also, I've stayed in many, not to be like, <laughs> I've stayed in many hotels and mini bars, but I have, and never seen an Orangina in it. So when Daphne is like, it's always, I only drink it in a hotel when it's in the mini bar. And I'm like, I've never seen this in a mini bar.
0: Or maybe that's her way of saying she barely ever drinks it.
1: Well, I, I also, I, feel, I, I may have said that line incorrectly because she says something like, kind of like how I typically only drink ginger ale on planes. She's like, you always find it right. in a hotel mini bar and that's when I drink it. And I'm like, I,
0: right, yeah, yeah. I just,
1: no. So I thought it was British for a really long time. I was like, that must be why I don't know about have it.
0: Have you, have you had an orangina?
1: No, I don't think, I don't, I don't like orange juice. So and I think it's like an oh. orange juicy kind of beverage and I'm just, no, I don't yeah,
0: like it. Yeah, I that. was wondering if it was like a soda. I. It's weird because I, I I have a a thought of it of like not being able to get it. Like I, I think I saw it when I was a kid because maybe it's an older like mm-hmm. thing. That's why maybe it used to be in hotels a lot more because I went to my my dad did a lot of business trips where he'd go and then he'd bring the family and me and my mom would go off and do stuff while he's doing the business trip mm-hmm. part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like I've seen it a bunch and, and I just my, my thought of it is I've seen it and then I hear my mother's voice go, no, you can't have <laughs> <laughs> like, so I don't know if it's like an orange soda or like an orangey drink or what. Uh, yeah. I
1: think it's like an orange juice based drink, but yeah, it's yeah, like obviously a, not orange. Like the bottle looked familiar to me. I was like, I've seen that bottle yes, and like, I can, but, I can recall holding that bottle. Yes. And like yeah. the cap and everything. But I was like, I just don't know. Anyway. Um, so <laughs> okay, my this is my last LOL. Uh, when they're in the Winnebago at the end, Martin and Frazier and Niles and, uh, the, 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 the Niles is saying he's not going to attend the ceremony, and they're like, "Are you sure?" Every you know, everybody cries. Lot, or lots of people cry at weddings. He's like, "Yes, but there's usually not wailing. They don't, usually don't wail and render their garments." <laughs> yeah. I just this mental picture of David Pierce at the wedding, just like inconsolable and like rending his garments.
0: <laughs> well, I also think it was very mature of him to be like I- I'm not going like I'm curious What Mel was doing during this time She was like oh we don't have to go I'm gonna go Do something else yeah
1: yeah that's a, So I actually thought to myself What were his interactions With Mel after he went to bed That night and the next yeah. morning like is Mel like What happened to you you're suddenly Very subdued and like Um anyway I was just Like hmm um And they didn't have a thanks for Calling at the end of this season. Oh, they they,
0: yeah, the, the end was weird because it was like this weird dark shots of the Condo. apartment. Yeah. And they only
1: do that normally at the end of a part one going into a part two. But they did it for both of them this time.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I thought it was weird. I was like, I guess I've never really noticed it before. Maybe I noticed. It's one of those things I notice every time and then forget. But I was like, what is this weird? like, Like shots of the couch and stuff. I mean, it feels like... We've unearthed the Fraser set many decades later, and this is what we found.
1: Well, I also feel it's almost very like ominous. Like we have absolutely nothing yeah. else we can show you on this show until the next
0: season because all of them are dead. Like it just—it <laughs> did feel like a like this is the scene of the grizzly murder.
1: <laughs> hey, murder houses were last episode. Okay. <laughs> I um, I watched
0: Murder Durder, by the way, and it was very funny. <laughs> Even though I haven't seen that show, maybe
1: like obviously so you should like. I'm glad you watched that. And then watch Mar- watch even just a few episodes of Mayor of Easttown, and then watch Murder durder again, and it's
0: gonna yes. just. Yes. Well, I mean, there's a lot of just playing out Philly jokes, like when they're all eating Wawa hoagies over yeah. the the, over hoagies. the body.
1: Um. So just like to recap this season. This, you know, up till now, Frazier's been winning just like a bunch of Emmys every season. Like hmm. acting Emmys, best comedy series, writing or whatever. It was nominated for all the same Emmys. It won one Emmy. And do you want to oh. guess what the Emmy was for?
0: It's, uh, it's got to be just one. Is, is, okay, let me ask you this. Is it one of the actors? It is an acting Emmy, yes. Is it David Hyde Pierce? No. Okay, who is it?
1: Gene Smart for best
0: guest. Oh, actress. so it was a guest shot. Okay. Yeah, interesting because I thought this was a pretty good season. Or it may have just been like we because I feel like when with shows like this that just keep winning every year, there's typically a year where they go, okay, we're you're done.
1: Yeah, there's <laughs> like, fatigue. Yeah, and I, I did I did not look to see what it what beat it, and it could just be another show had a fantastic year.
0: Um, mm-hmm. I just I just accidentally hit the eight season eight button and it just the first episode next time is and the dish ran away with the spoon so I'm very excited to see that it looks like we're going right into the aftermath of this decision so oh, that's something to look I, I don't think I'm to. spoiling
1: anything by saying that the very first the first scene starts in the Winnebago with Niles and Daphne yeah, yeah that's the so, picture
0: that's up there yeah, yeah so it's, it's, it's got a very end of the graduate look where they're mm-hmm. like kind of just staring forward like now what
1: there there there, obviously there were lots of uh there's lots of commentary on this episode and i had not seen the graduate at that point and Mm. that's what every like every single thing was like we love this take on the end of the graduate um instead of a bus it's a winnebago and yeah um and all these things and i was like what are we talking about now i've seen the graduate and i'm like i don't understand why the graduate was so
0: oh i like the graduate like you have to also understand that you're looking at through the lens of like 40 years of filmmaking that exactly. came after it because of it, you know?
1: And perhaps the, perhaps this rubbed me the wrong way. It's, and, and it's been probably at, at least 10 years since I've seen it. Um, d- doesn't, uh, isn't at some point Dustin Hoffman like falsely accused of rape. Doesn't like Mrs. Robinson, ac- like say that probably that she, like she was like, actually just like, they were actually like just sleeping together. But then she says that he like came in and assaulted her. I, I feel like that, I feel like that happens. And that really, I was just like, what? Yeah. And and, and it, again, it was made at this point like 50 years ago. So it's
0: like. Are there, are there things, uh, so like my dad has a zero tolerance policy with movies that had like where kids get endangered in mm-hmm. certain ways. Like, are there things that like, I don't like, I have a very hard time uh, sometimes with like cheating protagonists. Mm. I was watching, like I said, I was watching Vikings, and sp- spoiler alert for Vikings: there's he cheats on his wife pretty early on, which is unfortunate because his wife in that show is is amazing. So I was like, this, like, and I was, I'm like, kind of like, oh, now I realize why I stopped watching this show very quickly, and I'm trying to barrel through it. But is there something like that that's like, um, it. I mean, I don't know why I'm putting rape as like a, you know, like Picadillo. You have of like, oh, I don't like. It's like yes, I, that's generally rubs most people the wrong way.
1: Right. Um, no. I so for me, it's very much animals in peril or animals being mistreated. Um, have we
0: talked about does the dog die dot or yes, whatever? We it's called? We've yeah, talked okay, about yeah.
1: this before. That that yeah. I that that's a big deal breaker for me. Like, I would not see the movie War Horse because my my parents. Spoiler: My parents were like the horse doesn't die and I was like but here let me guess at some point you think the horse is gonna die yeah, or yeah, another yeah. horse dies and they're like okay both of those things happen and I was like can't do it can't do it so animal endangerment is a big thing for me um a, a, a thing for me is uh like in the terms of the infidelity thing as if the person gets away with it and there's no
0: yeah yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: there's no repercussions or something um yeah I don't I don't really like Careful that, like the movie Match Point. Have you ever seen the Woody Allen movie Match Point? We talk about no,
0: but I know what you're talking about. Okay, yeah. um, it was Scarlett Johansson.
1: Yeah, Scarlett Johansson, Jonathan Rhys Meyers, um, Matthew Good, Emily Mortimer. Um, they, Jonathan Rhys Meyers, essentially get like cheats on his wife. Okay, we're just gonna spoil the entire movie. So fast yeah, forward, if you don't hear, cheats on his wife with Scarlett Johansson, kills Scarlett Johansson when she becomes pregnant. Um, Whoa! <laughs> get, gets away with everything. Gets away with everything because I mean we can just talk about Woody Allen and how. And it's, he, I was gonna
0: say it's a Woody Allen. <laughs> movie.
1: It's a Woody Allen movie. But I just like I was like oh this is like I yes I, I I get that like perhaps a lot of people do get away with maybe not necessarily murder but like are able to like you know compartmentalize like the, the infidelity part of them. I'm just like this is this is terrible. <laughs> like I don't I, see this.
0: It's I th- and you know. One of the reasons I like to read horror movie uh, Wikipedia entries or watch that kill count before I actually get around to watching that horror movie is I really like I I need to know that there's some sort of comeuppance or like mm-hmm. I, I you know with horror movies I want to see like I want the director to be like there's a triumph or there's hope. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of which, we 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 went to a theater again. Mm-hmm. I went to go see oh. Quiet Place 2 in theater and like the last day of the Alamo, uh, making sure everyone had like two spaces between them. Mm. Yeah. And I'm, like a I'm mask taking, and all you that. know,
1: my, my parents are, as I said, in route um, now and we're going to go see In the Heights tomorrow at Draft House. My, mm, my first time cool. back in a theater since being with you and Tara to go see Emma. Emma. Late February, 2020. <laughs>
0: I have fallen in love 100% with uh, Anya Taylor-Joy since that movie. And just, like, she's and one of those people I feel everything. like on Twitter. Yeah, she just, like, everything I see of her, it's like, Anya Taylor helps another actress get their dress straight, or Anya Taylor is doing this charity thing, or she just seems genuinely nice. Have you seen the trailer for Last, Last Night in Soho, the Edgar no. Wright, like, kind of no. weird horror movie? I'll send that out. It looks really cool, but she's um, in.
1: But speaking of... Uh... Having to read the Wikipedia entry—that that is something that I do as well. Okay, I, I don't see horror yeah. movies a lot of the time, but if I'm going to see one for some reason, um, I, I'm like, oh, I, I'm like, I will. Sure, I'll see that movie. I'm gonna need to read, to read the Wikipedia entry first. Like, I've read the Wikipedia yeah. entry for Midsommar because I'm like, oh, at one point I was gonna see it. and I read the Wikipedia entry and I was like, I oh, also after reading this, don't think I want to see this.
0: So that's a good—that's a good movie to do on that kill count thing because it's like. I'm glad I saw that kill count and I'm like that that director specifically is very interesting and does a lot of really cool visual stuff and storytelling things but th- it, when he did the hereditary one mm-hmm. he goes just so you know this movie is designed to make you feel bad and I've cut most of that out <laughs> like so you're just getting to like the major beats he's like everything in between this is like you should feel bad, like, life is kind of a pain. He's like, so if and that's the kind of headspace you're in, you, you, you're not ready for, it, don't see this movie.
1: Does Hereditary, does it star Toni Collette? Yes. Okay, okay. Um, that's what I thought. Um, I heard she was very good in it.
0: Yes, but it's her being, like, a woman falling apart, so yeah. that's not necessarily something you're not, like, the feel-good hit of this the I mean, summer.
1: also, if we can just talk, just, like, for a brief second about how... Honestly, I still think underrated Tony Collette is. She oh, is yeah. just, she is fantastic in absolutely every single thing she does, and I think she needs more. I think she needs more awards. That was just it. She, I think she needed an Emmy for Unbelievable. I don't think she was even nominated. Like maybe she was, I don't know. And like I think she just, yeah.
0: Well, that was a big push with Hereditaries. A lot of people wanted her to get yes. a, a best actress nod, but mm-hmm. it's like horror is generally not it's overlooked well at the and,
1: overlooked at the at awards yeah, shows. Yeah, yeah. it's true.
0: Yeah. Now it's, listen, like I, I sometimes I hear people go is overlooked and then they like name these movies that they should go in and I'm like no 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 you're those aren't triumphs of cinema. Those are interesting flicks <laughs> like but you know whatever monster movie where someone's head explodes doesn't necessarily need to be up for best directing.
1: Yes. I would agree with that. Yeah. Um, also, when people are like, "Get Out" was nominated for Best Picture. I'm like, "Yeah, Get Out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, horror. Yes. Uh, thriller might be a little bit more how I would describe it, but um.
0: Yeah, it's 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 not the gory type of horror. Like that was the thing when we watched it. I was like, "Oh, this makes me feel uncomfortable and like kind of like ugh." But like, it's not scary. I don't know. Anyway, we talked a lot about horror on this episode. Horror and weddings. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so um I mean, what
1: that means is that we need to crowdsource crowdfund a horror movie set around a wedding
0: well there there is one there's I'm one sure of the is, yes
1: our own where yes i don't know when somebody is like when's the garter toss that person's head explodes <laughs> <laughs> Look,
0: um the garter to- the garter is a cursed object <laughs> yeah it yes. Contains the soul of an ancient Sumerian demon and everyone who gets it, gets possessed. I I,
1: I think that's, uh, yes. I mean, guys, we will get this up on Kickstarter. We look Absolutely. forward to your support. If you contribute $500, <laughs> we will put you in the film as an extra and all you have to do is a better job than Tim Roz's ex-boyfriend. So there you go.
0: Um, do we want to rate this one and, and tie a nice little bow on season seven.
1: I just like I just need to say this is the VIEst of all the VIEs. Right, like, I was gonna
0: ask that at one point. Yeah, is, okay.
1: It is like yes, it's. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is.
0: I really like this one, and I think it deserves to be up there because it's so important. It's something we've been looking for. So I'm, I'm thinking an eight or a nine. I don't know what. Probably Orangina's, but. Damn you! Damn let's go with you. an eight. <laughs>
1: Goodness gracious! Um, okay, I'm gonna give it nine um, dusty bottles of wine, um, mm. and, and I know you're gonna be like Laurel. Why is it not a ten? I, I don't think it's not my favorite episode, and I don't think it's yeah, a, and I don't think it's a perfect episode. It's not. It's not Ham Radio, guys. It's not Ham Radio. <laughs> so um, I, yeah, I just I, I love I just I love this, and again, it w- what a gift it has been to. Having now watched this ep- this show episode by episode up to this point, because I haven't I haven't gone through this since you know had this experience since 2000. So right, um, it's just so nice to like watch this unfold and everything. And while this hasn't been seven years of my life to get to this point. It has been three, and I just I'm also just so happy for you that you're here. Like all of those three years has just paid off for you.
0: <laughs> well, I'm. My thing is, I'm like I said, I'm mostly interested to see where they go from here. And I mean, is this gonna start feeling like the pe- where it peaked? You know, is this is this there? I don't want to say jump the shark, but definitely like this is it doesn't get better than this. I'm I'm curious to see what happens. I know now we're gonna have to deal with well their wedding, so it's like now we're doing two seasons of a wedding oh. again.
1: Who 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 says they're who says they're getting married? You know they 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 now have to like. I date. mean I guess
0: not. I I just my assumption is they're together for the rest of the episode and then uh, the rest of the season and then, so so okay so I predict they'll get married. There'll be a whole season where they talk about them getting married and there's something that kind of holds not maybe per personally holds them back. Like now I think we're going to be very free with the like. We're very much in love when we're together in this and this and this. It's going to be outside forces against them. Like you said, Donnie, Mel, whatever else. Mm-hmm. Something I haven't mm-hmm. thought of. Um, uh, they, there will be a a, a a child. They're going to have a kid. We got okay. 8, 9, 10, 11. We got four seasons left. There's yeah, no I about, way. I
1: was about to ask, how many seasons are
0: there? <laughs> yeah. I think okay. there's 11. It's I think it's 11. No, it's 12. So we've got five seasons what? left. Well, no. No. Oh no 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 twelve is the uh, one it's it's IMDB prepping for oh, the, okay. the new one if something happens. So okay. we gotta cover that or that comes out too. So
1: I I will believe it when I see it.
0: So. <laughs> I, um, mean, I, so I y-
1: follow Perry Gilpin on Instagram. I now feel like I am close with her solely because I just know the ins and outs of her daily life, but um yes. yeah, but she's still she's still acting and doing stuff. So her and
0: BB Newworth post a lot of political stuff, I think is pretty good. But oh, I can follow
1: BB Newworth on Instagram. Is she, I, or do you, you mean on Twitter?
0: I think I think the Craniacs page follows her on Twitter.
1: Okay. Oh, it does. Yes, it does.
0: Um. So, yeah, if you guys got a prediction about what's going to happen in season eight, if you've got a horror movie you like that you want us to watch, or you've got a fun wedding story, let us know. We are craniacs at gmail.com. That's C R A N E I A C S. Craniacs at Craniacs on Twitter. Craniacs, a Fraser podcast on Facebook. We are on Stitcher, Spotify, Overcast, Google Podcasts, iTunes, all, the, all everywhere you find your podcast, you will hopefully find us. Hey, hey, if you don't find us somewhere, let us know and we'll try and get up there. But uh, give us a five-star review if you're listening to us on a platform that does reviews. Give us the highest review possible. It really helps us out. Um, if you want to give us a four-star or lower review, Laurel may have a better use of your time.
1: I do indeed. Um, it is a movie recommendation. The movie is on mm. Hulu right now, um, and it is called Plan B. Um, it's it's a comedy, and it's directed by the actress Natalie Morales, who, um,
0: oh, she,
1: she's been a supporting character in a lot of different TV comedies. I love her. She, yeah, she was on Parks. Had a recurring role on Parks and Rec as um, Tom Haverford's girlfriend Lucy, and she really kind of appears in the show. Um, For several episodes at the um, end of in this in the last season of the show, Um, she was supporting role in Trophy Wife. She had some show and now I don't remember what it was called, where she like ran a bar in a backyard. Um, Oh,
0: it was. Yeah, that one didn't last very long. She um, was on a show that I really liked. that's hard to find. um, That's like a weird genre comedy paranormal show called The Middlemen. And she was she was the lead and she was great on it
1: anyway she's she's I find her very endearing and she's also she's very like sarcastic and really funny about like what it's like being an actor in Hollywood and like when you're on so many TV shows get cancelled But anyway I believe this is her directorial debut and it is about two it's a little bit of like a kind of falls into probably that book smart super bad genre it's two high school girls who basically go uh, are, are have a quest kind of much like you do in <laughs> in those um in those. <laughs> What was your quest in high school? (laughs) I'm trying to think if we ever had, you know, something where where we all had like stay up all night to go do something. It's always like, you know, Oh, someone's parents car gets towed. And, um, that's adventures in babysitting in case you're wondering. Um, and there's, (laughs) you know, just a common trope, but I, I still found this movie to be, I'm somebody who didn't love book smart. And I also
0: Mm. didn't
1: love super bad. I really enjoyed this movie. Um, and just about two teen girls in South Dakota and um just a you know, kind of a quest that they have to go on over a weekend. And um yeah, I just highly, I highly recommend it. So um yeah. Yeah check it out I, on Hulu I, for free.
0: Definitely. I did not know it existed. I might have to check it out now. Like I said, I'm a big Natalie Morales fan. I mean I should um, worry it,
1: she's she is not in it whatsoever. And there's right, but like, there's it's like nice literally no famous people in it. Like there's you look at the Rachel and
0: Dratch like- apparently is oh, it. Oh, I'm sorry.
1: It. I'm sorry, Rachel. I, yes, I forgot. About it. She has a. <laughs> she's in one scene. Yes.
0: Yeah. There you go. Um, um, yeah. She's one of those actresses that every time she's on screen, I'm like, oh, hey, like, like. I know. With, I actually almost fell down- distracting to me, but I feel like normal people probably not so much.
1: So it's funny that you say that. But it's also funny that I forgot she was in it because I fell down a Rachel Dratch rabbit hole a little bit last night because then I was like, what's Rachel Dratch been up to? Um, and it was just basically about how she's worked steadily ever since she left SNL. She just hasn't achieved a superstardom of like Amy Poehler or Maya Rudolph Tina Fey. And so mm-hmm. people are always like, "Oh, Rachel Dratch." And she's like, "Hey, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm been working. Like, I'm I'm still good friends with all my SNL friends. Like, we're all everything's good. She has a, Did you she has see- a kid. Like,
0: did you see Wine Country with her? No, and, and that was what of-
1: one of the articles I was reading was in was about Wine, because wine Country had just come out. Um, I started yeah. it and I did not really get into it, so I stopped it. Actually, oh, I Oh, we
0: liked it. I it was one of those ones where we're like I think it was more of like, well, it it was okay and everyone in this movie in this movie really had fun doing it. So Yes. <laughs> like,
1: and also when you like everybody in a movie, sometimes yeah. that lets you put aside if the movie itself yeah. is is good or not. Um yeah, and that was what the, the interview I read was her promoting Wine Country, so it was a lot about that movie. But yeah, anyway, Rachel Dratch she's doing fine, guys. She's doing fine. She thanks <laughs> you for your thoughts. She is gainfully employed and uh, living her life.
0: <laughs> well, thanks, guys. Uh, light light a candle for Rachel Dratch. And no, don't. Uh, and, she's fine. Oh, don't. Oh, why? Oh, sorry, sorry.
1: I mean, why not? She, she's oh, okay. fine. Well, then <laughs> no, we should light a, light a candle for everybody in your life. Everybody's doing fine. <laughs>
0: Start lighting candles. Yeah. Craniac does them- not endorse this, this fire hazard. Yes. But, but um, blow them
1: out when you leave and when you go to sleep.
0: <laughs> there you go. But uh, until next time, I'm Ryan. I'm Laurel. And we're listening.
1: Bye, y'all.